All right, mama, you started your business because you're great at what you do and you want to do it on your terms. Hello, freedom and flexibility. But you're a couple of years in, handcuffed your biz more overwhelmed than ever. You feel like you're not doing anything well at work or with your fam. If that's you, stay tuned. I'm Ridhu Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, former professional organizer turned productivity pro, here to help women like you with growing businesses stop drowning and start controlling all your demands and distractions. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Welcome, sweet friend. Hope you're having an awesome week. Listen, I am kicking off with a request today. Yeah, right off the bat, here I go. If you have listened to a previous episode of this podcast, if you've liked what you've learned, if you felt inspired, if you've gotten motivated, if you could relate, then please be your badass self and do a good deed for the day and share this episode with any of your business besties or just your besties and come on over and please leave a short review. Honestly, these these reviews impact the algorithms out there apparently, and this is what helps me spread the message and get seen by other awesome women like you. So if you get a chance to do that, I'd really appreciate it. It honestly means so much to me, and I really thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's go. Let's get talking about something really tangible today that I'm guessing you, I'm guessing nearly everyone, not everybody, but nearly every business owner struggles with. And this, my friend, is social media. Oh my gosh, the bane of my freaking existence sometimes. You know what's the worst? When you look at it first thing in the morning and then 47 minutes go by and you're like, what the hell? Where did my morning go? Why am I so behind? Why haven't I gotten anything done? Like it's a mystery to us, right? And um, Or how about this one? Okay, you know what? I just need to check this out. This one post by by Reese because she's so damn cute or one by Christy Teigen because, oh my God, what the hell? No, seriously, what does she do all day? Does she just sit around in a bikini all freaking day and play dress up all night? I don't even understand, but... That woman, I don't know. It's addicting. It's like addicting. I don't know what it is, but that social media is really like a drug. It's crazy. So, so many times I've had the best intentions. Like, I'm just going to go on and post my one thing, my one post for the day, or I'm just going to go look at this for five minutes and I'll get back to work. Like, or I just want to go find some inspiration for a few minutes and just like see what I can take from something else. Maybe that'll inspire me for a post today. And then it's like freaking time quicksand, right? You're just sucked in. You cannot find your way out. And it's so frustrating. All right. So if you can relate, stay tuned. So this is a thing. I'm breaking this episode up into two episodes. I actually first recorded this as one, but it was so long and it was just way too much. And as you know, I like to keep these to around 20 minutes, the 20 minute mark. So I'm re-recording all this as two separate episodes, all about social media. This first one today is is about how to create parameters or boundaries for yourself around social media, whether you're using this personally or for your business or both, right? Just how do we stop this insanity and this time sink? And then the second episode, which will follow up next week, is all about systemizing and processizing social media for you and your team. And these are two really different aspects of it, of a bigger problem. And so actually now I'm really excited that I'm doing these separately because I think this will be really great to sink your teeth into this one this week. Also, stay tuned for our challenge at the end of the episode so you can 
take what you've learned today, put it into practice, kind of practice it for the week. And then next week we can jump into creating a system around it. Even if you already have a system for your content management or your social media, I am going to share some really, I think some, I think some great, like fun, creative ideas. And so you might take what you already have and enhance it or refresh it, revitalize it. Or if you don't have something, you're just going to start fresh. So stay tuned for both of those. All right. So today, my friend, we are starting with the boundaries. And girl, we need them, don't we? We need a lot of them. But here's the thing. Usually when it comes to boundaries or goal setting or time management tips, usually we just need to get back to the basics and we're not doing the basics because the basics are so simple, but simple is not always easy to do as we know. So I'm going to give you some really basic tips. If you try this before and they haven't worked, try them again. Maybe something I say will put a little bit of a different spin on it for you. And you're like, I just need to get back to the basics and I can make this work. Now take these or leave them. It's up to you. I'm just going to tell you what's worked best for me and why. And then you can decide which one of these feels right to you, or maybe one or two or three of these feels uncomfortable for you. And that's exactly why you want to try it. Because if you listen to a recent episode, episode 102, all the awesome happens here, you know, in order to see change, my dear, or in order to grow, you need to get out of your comfort zone and do things a little differently. So if you know you're sucked into the social media vortex regularly and you want to get out of it or make some change, then you might want to try something a little bit different than what you're doing now. So I will link to that episode if you want to take a listen to that after this, if you didn't hear it or you just want another reinforcement. Okay. So here are about four things that I found what's worked after trying many, many, many different ways. I'm trying to get a handle on my social media intake and my consumption and getting sucked into the, like I said, the vortex of it. So the number one thing, the biggest change that I've made is that I don't check social media first thing in the morning. I do not. I just don't. I used to, but not anymore. Getting sucked into it first thing is not only a major time waster. So that's the one I think that we could probably just like nod our head to together and be like, yes, it wastes my time in the morning. I wake up already feeling behind. I'm like, you know, I feel like where did my morning go? So that I think is just a given. Okay. But the reason I really stopped, I think more so than that was that I started observing or just recognizing some underlying negative effects that impacted my entire day beyond just starting behind, which is a big one. And I'll get into that. That is a big one for sure. But I realized that I was starting my day off with lots of emotions, like a lot of emotional activity and not in the most positive way. And it's something you don't always, I didn't recognize it for a while. Like I didn't recognize how negative it was on me. So for example, if I wake up and the first thing I see is someone else's amazing body or incredible vacation or booming business, I mean, I immediately wake up with thoughts of comparing them to myself and thinking less of myself, which was terrible and annoying because by the way, none of those things are so terrible in my life. In fact, there are times when I've had a lot of success in each of those areas. There are times when I've felt really healthy and I've really stayed on a good routine or been eating really well or lost some weight or whatever it may be. Or we just, we also went on a great vacation or I had time alone with my family and I was really present with them or I made new sales or 
had a great year in revenue, whatever it may be. And so even though those things are going well or have gone well, I look at these photos or these other you know, captions or remarks or messages from other people. And I feel like crapola, right? Which is nonsense. It's like start comparing for no reason other than it's right in front of me. And it's the easiest thing to do. It's right there. So it's like, you're starting right there with a a negative, just negative number. So if I think of like, here's some positives I can build up over the day. And then here's the negatives. Like I'm starting with the negative right off, right off the bat. And they mentioned that it's just a very easy thing to do start comparing. And that in itself is a major problem. Okay. I don't want to start my day with the easiest tasks, the easiest, most complacent things to do, because this is why, like, listen to this carefully. If you start your day like that, you're not going to want to do anything remotely challenging after that, or it's going to be really hard to do anything remotely challenging because you've already started your day with this complacency. So that's really unhelpful because challenges come up throughout the day and you want to feel strong and empowered to take them on. I want to start my day with a strong headspace and confidence and sink in my teeth into stuff I don't necessarily want to do right away, but I know is really good for me, which by the way, can still be very pleasurable, but I do have to use some type of discipline around it. Okay. So for example, I want to wake up and put on my yoga pants and go for a walk or do my exercise or empty the dishwasher or plan my day or read my morning magnificence or write down my goals or journal with my coffee alone. Um, I, those, all of those things I want to do, but they take some level of discipline, right? So if I'm already starting my day with something that's just come, complacency and ease and takes no discipline, it's really hard to build up those discipline muscles afterwards. This took me a long time to understand. I would think I'm just procrastinating doing those things or putting them off because I fell behind off my schedule because I was looking at my social media, but I realized there's a much more emotional uh, resistance and emotional downplay that's happening and sabotage self-sabotaging that I'm doing because I'm starting from that way. I'm starting with that negativity, that comparison-itis, you know, just feeling like down about myself. So that is just not a great way to start your day. Instead, what I want to do is start with wins every day. And that's what I want for you. Like what are the wins that you can establish every morning? Another thing that was really negative about it was that it would, like I mentioned, it would just make me feel lazy. I would start procrastinating. So I'm laying in bed instead of getting my ass up and starting my day, which means that when I do fall behind, when the boys, by the time the boys come down, I am not as energetic or happy or chirpy or just, you know, positive when they come. Now I'm scattered on frenzy and, and just, it's just not a great place to be. It's not how I want to show up. So for these, a lot of these reasons, I'm like, this is just not a, a great way to be starting my day. Now, listen, if you tell me that scrolling through social media first thing in the morning makes you feel really good, I am totally going to call BS on that. I'm going to completely challenge you on that. And here's why. What, what, what might feel really good is the habit that you've developed, right? It is a habit of complacency. It's a habit of ease. So it feels good to be in the comfort of your habit, But when you replace that habit with any of the activities I mentioned before, like my exercise or reading or getting connected with my goals or just being aligned or just having coffee by myself or, you know, um, doing any of those things, 
I guarantee you, like guarantee, it's 150% that you're going to feel more productive, more successful, more rewarded. You're just going to feel better as that as a habit than the habit of starting your day with social media. So I don't believe that it's actually making you feel really good. I think the habit of it makes you feel good, but there's all this negativity around it. So my friend, if I had to recommend my first thing in terms of a parameter or boundary, I'd say do not start your day with social media. Number two, on the other hand, here's how we should use it as a reward. So maybe it's the end of your day. Now you're like, ah, oh, I'm just going to sit here and just like give myself the, like this guilty pleasure. Let myself allow it and just sit on my, my Insta or my Snap or my Facebook or whatever it may be. Or maybe it's like during my lunchtime when I have a break or if I'm like uh, going on a walk. Well, I guess you can't really look at it while you're on a walk, but you know, kind of doing that, but it's like a, a break time. Or you had another big goal for that day, you completed it. And now this is your reward. So that's what I like to do to myself. To think about it almost like this carrot hanging over me. Like, okay, if I get through this, this proposal I've been putting off or make this tough phone calls or like deal with the damn taxes or whatever I have to do, I, then I'm like, okay, then after that, I can give my sign some, give myself some time to be on the social media. Listen, I, this is a big caveat. If you're not listening to me now, listen to me, listen to me now, listen to me here. Do not confuse a reward with a procrastination technique. Girlfriend, I see you. I know you. I am you. So I know how we can do this. Okay. Don't use, don't say, oh, this I'm rewarding myself from doing it, but really you're just procrastinating. So if you have a big priority, like you have to make a phone call to sort out the taxes, right? And you don't want to do it, but now you're thinking, oh, you know what? At least I thought about doing that. So what I should do is reward myself first and then I'll call them or I just need to get myself in the mood and then I'll call. No, it's bullshit. (laughs) Like you're not rewarding yourself. You're just procrastinating. Don't tell yourself you're rewarding yourself. So don't use it as that. Don't let that little sneaky thing, you know, you know, come up and just fool yourself. All right. So let's say you actually do this. You're like, okay, I'm going to do my tough task. I'm going to use it, use it as a reward, but Unfortunately, even then my 10 minutes as a reward or my 15 minutes as a reward goes off the rails and now it turns into 90 minutes, right? So now it's like, what was the point of this? I did one good thing, but then I wasted another hour and a half and now I still feel like shit because like I didn't get anything or I didn't really get it done. And now it's like, why, why did I even use it, use it as a reward? And I wasted all my time. And then all this like negative stuff happens again. So this is where another boundary comes in. The third boundary I want to talk about. And this one is so important, whether you're going on social for pleasure or for your business, because either way, we know we can get sucked into it. So here's what it is. It's a two-parter. One, you need to decide on a time limit before your fingers go clicking. Before you get on the phone, you start clicking away. That's number one. That's the first part. And then the part two of it is you must have a way to reinforce your behavior and reinforce your time parameters. Okay. So what I mean is this. So let's say you decided I did my, my hard task. I'm going to reward myself for 10 minutes or 15 minutes okay? or five minutes, whatever it is. But I, that's, that's my time I get to go on there. That's your intention. So you've decided on that beforehand. It's not until I get tired, until I'm sick of looking at this, until my next phone call. That's not an actual intention, right? It's not, it's, it's an, I want you to actually pick a time, seven minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is. Okay. Then we need to have something, a reinforcement 
around it. So when in the earlier when I said you want to get back to the basics, this is what I'm talking about. Really, 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 really basic here. You cannot rely on willpower. You can't just say in your head, it's going to be 10 minutes. It's not going to happen. You can't just like look at your watch and say, oh, I'll be off in 15 minutes. It's not going to happen. You really, really, really need a timer, an actual timer. Like you're four years old, like I'm four years old too. You know how you tell your kids, all right, you get 15 minutes on the iPad and then you put on the timer and when the buzzer goes off, you wrestle it out of their unbelievably strong grip. It is amazing how strong their grip is with that iPad, but you get it out after the 15 minutes, right? And that's what we need too. We need this as an adult. Do not think you can look at your phone or look at your uh, watch and don't even like spend the time trying to go on your phone. So I used to tell myself, oh, I'll put a timer on my phone. Okay. First of all, you to get the phone. You, I couldn't find it. It was like in settings and I have to get to the phone app or the timer app. Then I'd go to the alarm. It was like, I, I was waste so much time. I wouldn't even do the damn timer. Okay. So that doesn't work. So what I've done now is I just have this little cube timer. Actually, I learned this from two of my clients who are using it. I love it. I love it. It's a cube timer. I think that's literally what it's called. You can get it on Amazon. Just go search for cube timer. And it's this little cube and it's six sides and it has different times on it. So a 5, 10, 15, 25, 45, 30, something like that. And they're all different. You can do different timers. So some have 60 minutes, some have 45 minutes, whatever it is. But there's six different times. And then literally you just turn it on and let's say I'm like, I just want to do my social media for 10 minutes. I just put on the, put it on the 10 side, turn it on after 10 minutes, the buzzer will go off. So there's no like getting into the phone, trying to find the alarm, trying to put it on. None of that nonsense. It all goes away. This has been a game changer for me. Okay. But you have to use this type of like something with the timer. And so the bottom line is on this one, social media is addicting. You don't have willpower and we should treat ourselves like we're four years old. Okay. Use the dang timer. And then the last one I'll leave you with in terms of just a personal boundary and parameter is to actually plan your time for social media. Again, this is not something that just happens in the head and we think we're going to rely on and just do out of willpower. It's not going to happen. Instead, we want to put it on the calendar, especially for the business stuff. So put the 30 minutes on your calendar today or tomorrow to create and post your message, okay? Put it on there around all your other meetings and events and priorities and and activities and picking up the kids. Put it on there so you know when it is. Again, it's intentional. It's deliberate. Then you can use your little timer with it. Maybe do it at a time that's like a reward. You know, you can put this together, but it's really important. And this is another thing I would skip out on. Now I, I do. I literally put that on there, how much time I'm spending how long I want to, you know, when I'm going to do it during my day. So it's not something that's just hanging over me that I'm just going to do anytime I feel like it and get sucked into the vortex. I have a specific time on it scheduled on my calendar. Now you might be thinking, but is that the most efficient thing to do? How can I really, you know, how can I maybe batch these or like just get my posts? I don't even know what to talk about every, every day or every week. And I waste so much time on that. So that's what we're going to get into next week, right? We're going to be talking about creating systems and processes around your social media. Like I mentioned, I have lots of the creative ideas for this. If you already have sort of a content calendar, you're already doing that. Listen in any way. If you feel like I'm falling a little, a little bit behind on it, it feels a little bit overcomplicated. I'm not sticking with it because I want to help you simplify it, streamline it, and maybe just refresh and rethink it. So that might be a good thing for you to hear. And if you don't have a process around this at all, definitely tune into next week's episode as well. All right. So those are obviously not all of the boundaries, but it's like my top four served up for you. 
And you know what I'm going to ask you to do now, right? Because we've got four there and we don't want to leave without your challenge, your challenge for the week. I want you to spend, or really the time you spent here, make it a great investment of your time and walk away doing, taking one action, one action. So which of those four hit home with you the most, resonated with you the most, in which you're like, I can do this in the next 24 hours. Either if I'm already, if I do check social media in the morning, I'm going to stop that habit because it's just not serving me. And there are so many other habits I could replace that time and my energy with. Number two, could I use it as a reward, uh, not as a procrastination tool, but use it as a reward uh, that's actually after something else that's harder to do. Then number three, can I use a timer? Look into that cube timer or just use some other timer for now if you don't have that, but actually use a timer because girl, it's not going to work without it if you're anything like me. And then four, schedule it on the calendar. Okay. So which one of those, don't try to do all four right now. Pick one. You know how this works. Pick one. Um, kick ass on it and then start another small little tweak or habit to get yourself going on it. All right. So quick reminder, if you like what you're hearing and you haven't already, please leave that review. And number two, if you want more motivation and inspiration to get control of your business, of your life, be sure to check out my new training, turn your scattered week into a structure you can stick to for women business owners who look put together, but don't feel that way. You can find that over as life at lifeisorganized.com forward slash best week. As always, you are the bestest for showing up here. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time, your loving vibes and positive energy. Know that I am sending them right back your way through the interwaves here. Here's to getting more of the right things done. And thank you for embracing productivity on purpose. I will catch you next time, my friend. Bye-bye.